My guest today is Kyra Hartwick. She's a Chief Business Development Strategist Officer of the Kyra Company and Chief Executive Director of Imagine Excellence Incorporated. Welcome, Kyra. Thanks for agreeing to be on my show today. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me today, Deslin. You're welcome. You're welcome. So let's just jump right on in. What does the Kyra Company entail and why has it been highly successful? <laughs> what do we do? What do we, what, do, what do we do? So we are a business development firm. Um, we spend our time working inside of the organizational development and infrastructure of the clients we serve. So what does that mean? We focus on people, we focus on processes, and we focus on the profit model. Our goal is to make sure that the company has a solid, evergreen flow from the right people in the right seats, the right processes moving through their organization to help them become more efficient and to be able to do what they do to generate revenue over and over again, which 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 ultimately builds out their profit model. So we know it's sustainable. We can plan for it. It just really helps businesses, small and large, create a success path for their for their organization. And so we work with small businesses. We work with our startups, which is where the heartbeat of our company, you know, where we originated. Okay. Um, and then we work with mid-sized companies that are growing and in that scaling phase, and they're moving to more of an enterprise or a corporation. So kind of moving from mom and pop to a corporation or enterprise mindset and culture and structure. And then, of course, we work with our corporations um, and city governments and municipalities, et cetera, working inside their organization, specifically providing them with what they need to handle their um, their organizational development needs. OK, well, apparently it's very successful because you've been at this for six years now. We've been doing it for six amazing years. And I think that um, for any small business owner, we know that is no small feat. When you look back and realize that you're still here, you know, for all the times you went and jump, try to jump off the cliff and, and find a job, you realize <laughs> this thing might be working. I'm just going to stick with it for a minute. I think I'm there. I'm, I'm, I think I'm doing something right. You are. Congratulations as well. So was was it a sheer breeze to launch your business or did you have any setbacks? Are you kidding me? I think the best of what has ever been created in this world has come from the most tragic moments in life, you know? So I'll just be real frank. I started my my company because I got fired from my job. And, you know, you might say, oh, wow, that was super devastating. It was. It was a nine-month transformation that I had to go through once um, once I had to, once I came to grips with the fact that I was no longer supported by that corporate first and 15th paycheck and all the other benefits that come along with it. And so I think for me, I went through an, a significant process of pruning even before the business became. And um, it was not an easy feat. However, I did the things in my business and I didn't know what I was doing, what I was creating, quite frankly, because I've had my nonprofit. It's been been my kind of been my world for the last 14, 15 years. And I've always funded it for my corporate jobs. I've always done the things that I wanted to do in that nonprofit. So I had to really get smart about the nonprofit. How would I sustain it with now having to figure out my, my employment situation over that nine month period? And I really dug in there. So so truly, I dug in on what I already had. I was already the CEO of an organization and we, we doubled that business's revenue and their capacity in the school districts during that, that first year. And then the Kyra company came on the scene and it was really just this natural thing that happened. Um, you know, you never really look at your like your corporate skill set and say, oh, that's directly transferable to an entrepreneur's world. 
I had to figure out how to be an entrepreneur. I knew how to be a corporate girl wow. and I'd been a, I'd been in that space, but I had to figure that thing out. And so that took a lot of humbling, a lot of pruning, a lot of prayer, um, a lot of submission. And I quite frankly had to get all that corporate ego film off wow. because I had built up this aura that, you know, I'm a black woman. I've been, been raised in corporate by the best of the best. And I've worked for some of the world's largest co- corporations. And I'm I'm top dog when it comes to organizational development and operations. You can't beat me managing a PL, you know. So I love the confidence. Yeah, like all <laughs> that because you kind of gain this, you kind of walk around with a little bit of with a little bit of arrogance. And right, right. that nine months was about stripping that arrogance down enough for me to be able to learn again and become an entrepreneur and use my skill set. Um, in that area. Okay. Well, it seems like to me during your transformation period of the nine months that God was preparing you before then with the uh, nonprofit to get you ready for the entrepreneurship as well, your business. And so how does your faith foundation play? How does that your faith foundation play a key role into your success? Um, I'll say this. And I remember saying this when I, I, I won a pinnacle award, which was super amazing yes. a couple of years ago. Thank you. And I remember preparing my speech and never had it ever been more true. Um, but when I got up to the to the stage to accept this award and I just took a deep breath and I said, I trust God with every fiber of my being for every aspect of my life. Amen. And I will say that is the truth, period. It was the truth before. It was the truth then. It's the truth now. I don't move without him. Um, I don't get up out of my bed without him. My breath is because of him. And Every bit of the life that I have that's been sustained is because I am connected, committed, and I'm, I'll follow him no matter what. And so sometimes it's the most unpopular roads um, where it's unfamiliar to many, but I'm like, no, if this is what God said, then I, this is where I go. So I'm a God girl. I believe it. I, I operate in that. I don't, I don't really, I don't, if you, if you ask me outright, I'm going to tell you. Otherwise I expect right. to be an example, but no, I don't play that game. It's it's it, this is the way I move. So right, right, yeah. And I'm the same way. The principles that you say that you pray as well is, you know, I pray daily every aspect of my life, God, whatever it is you, you have for me, whatever your will is, let your will be done in my life. Yeah. And then, like you said, I don't move without Him either. So we we have kind of the same guidelines in that aspect. But I know I wake up daily thinking and praying, God, asking for His wisdom, His clarity. Just before I even get out the bed, I'm for sure you do the same thing because again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't move without him and I don't make a decision unless he confirms that decision for my life. So that is awesome to hear. It really is. So as an uh, advocate of education of 14 years, why is it essential for the youth to be prepared for their journeys with the programs that you offer through Imagine Excellence Incorporated? Man, such a good question. Why is it important? Because I think sometimes even and I'm a parent, right? I have three kids. Um, well, an adult, a young adult. I have a teenager that's 16 and I have one, a young man that's 13. And so I've got this man, I've got this young lady and I've got this young man emerging. And I think for me, um, even before kids, um, I was actually a kindergarten teacher. And it's kind of like a little fun black history fact for me. Okay, like, awesome. I got out of there as soon as I could, though. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I loved it. But I, I thought, what can I do differently? And so why it's important for the, the educate, why is the educational process important? And why is it important for our kids to really be 
be provided with solutions and services. You know, Imagine Excellence is a youth leadership development organization. And so since I was very young, it's been all about developing the leader within. Um, and I say everybody has their, you know, 16 year old story or whatever that moment was where they had their own personal come to Jesus as a teenager to recognize, OK, which which path am I going to take? Am I going to go left or am I going to go right? And for me, I was I encountered quite a few things. And so um, I encountered um, some very volatile, emotionally disrupt, emotionally damaging relationships with wow. a male that was uh, too old to be talking to a 16 year old. I engaged um, in 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 some behaviors that I, I should not have as a result of that. And then not only that, but the, the dynamics between my parents and my teachers and my friends, it was almost like I was living in two different worlds. Right. I was this happy go lucky kind of make it happen kind of girl in school. But I wasn't like the the honor roll, honor roll student. And I wasn't failing. I was kind of in the middle. And so. I recognized as I got older, I was really in the gap. I'm not, I'm, I was that kid that could fall through if nobody really paid attention because I wasn't raising flags either way. And so because of that, I really just searched my heart and I really asked God, what can I do to prevent this from happening to other, other kids? And I knew I wasn't alone. And so, you know, Imagine Excellence really became my way of giving us what we need and almost speaking to us in our future state. I remember thinking about the name. I wanted it to be something that had a future state in it, you know, imagining excellence. That's a disposition in the future, which means there's work you do today to get there. So building our youth as leaders, helping them become stronger and more successful and contributing citizens today from wherever they are, like leading them from right now. And that has been the thing. So it doesn't matter where they are, in terms of academics, where they are in terms of behavior, where they are in terms of performance um, when it comes to their um, their community, because we can really teach that child how to see themselves through our developmental process mm-hmm. and taking them through the, the um, Think Excellence Academy curriculum. And then we can empower them to show us what they've learned, show us the behaviors. And we do that through our programs, our conference, our gala, other events that we have in the community. And that's just how we do it. And so we're advocates for them. So it's all about that social, emotional um, health of that child. Um, We partner with the schools who deliver on the academics, but we know they need support when it comes to helping that child become the whole person. And so that's why it's important, because we don't want our kids making risky decisions decisions on risky behavior if they don't have enough information to make a decision that's best for them because they're going to have to make a decision. You know, do I do this or do I do that? I want them to know how to make that decision. And even if you choose what we would assume as adults as the wrong path, I want you to be able to tell me why because I want you to figure out what your strategy is for fixing it or recovering. And that's, to me, that's more powerful. If I teach you how to think and how to be a strategist in your own world, then that is the best power that, that no one can ever take away from you. Wow, Kyra, what a awesome approach. Uh, you said leadership, empower them. And I like the fact that you said no matter what their grades are, you still accept them into your organization. Because, again, you've gone through some changes as well and you had to learn from your mistakes. And that's a blessing. So um, kudos to you for what you're doing for the youth. So one, another question, what is the one component that you would want the youth to grasp in your efforts? Yeah. The one thing you want them to get. One thing, they own it. They get to choose. They own it and they get to love choose. It. Yeah. It's, I love it's, that. There's so many rules and so many ways to do things, but they own their decision. They get to choose it. 
And if they take that time to really think, be a thinker, and uh, then then they'll they'll choose well for themselves. Yes, I like that. They get to choose on their own because it's ultimately up to us when we make those decisions, whether they're right or wrong. But again, it's also up to us to learn from our mistakes as you did and then take it and just propel with it and uh, make a difference, you know, in someone's lives. So also as a leader, how do you balance life and why is family important to you? Oh, my gosh. Balancing life. That's been like my greatest struggle these last couple of weeks. Um, I do. It's a day to day. But I will say this. Let me just say this. I spend a lot of time managing my behavior. And I do that because I've learned so much about myself that I can tell when I'm when I'm one, you know, one fraction off to the left. I can tell that then I need to take some action to to really create more. I don't know if it's balanced, but really create more equity in my in my world. So whether it's work, whether it's my friendships, whether it's my my wonderful family, my kids, or whether it's simply Kyra, um, whatever I need, I can tell when I've when I've got that unsettled feeling and I need to make some different decisions. And so I just respond to that. I try not to let it become this thing where it's a week and I'm spiraling out of control. If I feel it when I wake up, I'm I'm searching for the hole, the gap, the issue, the challenge, the thought, whatever it is that's got me thrown off. I'm looking for it. I'm in like deep pursuit of it because I want to correct it so that I don't have a flip moment with my kids when they're just being kids and need something from me. Right. Um, I don't want to have a flip moment with my teen. You know, those things kind of turn can turn turn in a in a, in a negative direction. I want to be clear, and I also want to communicate well. So if I know. I need to modify my calendar for the day. I'm going to have that conversation with my team and say, listen, I'm, I need to back down for today in terms of tasks. So here's what I'd like to do. But I need to be able to do that in a way that mm-hmm. empowers everyone to take their role, um, take their role up to the next level, too. So balance is an everyday task for me, Deslin. I, I mean, I, show me the woman that's mastered it and I'm coming to sit. <laughs> uh, this is everyday task. And you are so right about that. But I like that your approach again, even on knowing when you have to uh, take some time for yourself, clear your calendar. And not only that, you mentioned that you want to be approach your kids the right way, too, as well, because that is so important to make sure we're listening. Like you said, to manage your behavior and listen to the inside within us. That Hey, something is off key right now. Let me just take a break. That may be for me, listen to jazz music, just getting a quiet time somewhere, going to get my nails done or something. Something's going to relax and get me to focus on me and get me centered again. So I love the way everything you said about how you approach that. Thank you. So what you welcome. So what keeps you motivated daily? Man, life. um, I'm really grateful for where I am in my life. Um, You can look at it from so many different angles. I look at my kids and I'm in awe of them every day. You know, the Bible speaks about um, for uh, and I'll I'll just I'll put I'll compile this all together. But in my opinion, that Proverbs 31 woman, also her kids will look at her and call her blessed. Right. Yes. yes. And I think if, if, if I've done the things that qualify me for my kids to call me a blessing to them, I think that becomes one of the greatest benefits and things that drive me. Um, I look at them and I'm in awe. I look at how we work together, how we coordinate our life together, how we talk and how we communicate. That flow to me is indicative of a healthy home. And that's the goal, right? I work because I want my home to be healthy. I want my home healthy in every way. I think that's one. And I think the other thing has everything to do with 
my true intentions in life. My goal is to help other people imagine and realize their dreams. And so I we, we say amongst the team, I'm a dream maker. Yeah. <laughs> my goal is to change your life. I change lives for a living because it's all about you being able to see just enough to believe that you can do something more. And if I'm commissioned in that space, that's my gift. That's what I've been assigned to do. This is ministry for me um, on my very best day right. and on my worst day. And so I think that for me, it's just about that level of accomplishment and knowing that I can do that. Um, the money comes. The money is right. a product of being um, being in alignment. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I've seen ups and downs when it comes to the money, but the money is the money is a byproduct. It's really what you do mm-hmm. with the quality of the gifts that you have. And I like to use words like I always say this. I'll say, you know, love is a life gift. If you've ever experienced love and ever been able to give it, that's a gift. What yeah. does it feel like when you do that? And that's to me is when you know you're in a space of success, when you're when you can exchange that human currency like that. Um but even beyond that, obviously being able to execute an excellence in your business, keeping that standard high right, and not being afraid to establish boundaries or change or shift tones um, and not being afraid to grow. Like those are the things that motivate you and keep you going, knowing that that is all available to you on a consistent basis. So my motivation is is really internal. I know that I'm on assignment. I understand that I've been chosen to do this work. And I like the fact that you said, I like everything you said, but the key thing that stuck out to me is the Proverbs 31 uh, verse. And uh, that has kept me for years as well, being my model on how I live before my daughters. And uh, not only that, you're building a legacy before you, your kids as well, your children as well. But um, wow, that's awesome, though. Um, wow. You say that you like a flow, healthy home. Yeah. Wow. Because that's, that's a you know, Desalyn, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's evidence that you're, you're, this is, that's the point of this thing, right? You're right, going right. to bring these humans into humans. Exactly. Into this yes. World, right? yes. We got to carry them all the way in and, and really support them. And so watching that's them. True. Up, right. Yeah. I can definitely relate because I have two daughters. Uh, uh, they're older, but two daughters. And, um, my whole thing was raising them with the reverence of God, making sure I lived a life that was pleasing before God before them. Of course, did I make mistakes? Yes, I did. But in true reality, they turned out to be great young ladies. And I'm so thankful and grateful for, for that. So lastly, uh, what encouragement could you offer to women that are trying to capture their dream business or job? Yeah. And, and not only that, how do, how, do we, how do we get smart? I believe you said earlier. How do we get smart around it? So I think the first thing I would say is, number one, write down what you really want. I don't care what people around you are saying. I don't care what seems to be, you know, the fad or whatever. Write down what you really want. Um, There is very seldom that what's happening around me or what the culture is saying or what social is saying is the determining factor for what I really want, because my want is truly defined by my purpose. And so I'm specifically looking at that. And then as my want is defined, like when I write it down, I'm very intentional about writing it down. And then once I've defined what I want, and if I don't know what I want, that's when I'm in search of my purpose, right? But if what I want means I want a successful company that makes this kind of impact in the world, that creates this amount of jobs, um, that is innovative, and I want to be known for being a catalyst 
for for others and being a um, a dream bearer or a dream catalyst, I would say for others. Mm-hmm. Then how do I create that? And so I think it's about you know for for women specifically, get out of your mundane and your day to day and dream a little. I love that. It Say it again. Day to day in that mundane, day to day stuff, and dream a little bit. Dream. Wow. That is the scariest things for us to do because it takes us out of reality. But if you can dream a little, that little dream will push you that much further to creating something amazing inside your life. And I will tell you, um, Desla, my secret is that when I was a little girl, even I daydreamed. I would sit and look out the window and just wow. imagine. I would imagine. I would see myself where I wanted to be. And even just yesterday, I was um, at the nail salon, and I somehow I drifted into this really, really amazing dream space. And I, when as I was dreaming, I was like I was falling asleep. I guess as I was dreaming, I was literally on an island. I was on vacation. I literally had escaped. Wow. And I thought about how beautiful it was and what that wind and air felt like on my skin and the noise that I heard. And I thought to myself, how amazing that my, my, my subconscious went into a space like that. Obviously that's a need that I, that I have. I imagined myself there. And I thought to myself, that was beautiful because I didn't prompt that. I drifted there. And that was a divine call to say, girlfriend, it's time for you to, it's time for you to retreat personally. Right. That's how I know. But that dreaming is so powerful. So that was the, that would be the first thing I'd say. Don't be afraid to dream a little bit and make sure you have a circle of friends, an ecosystem, a group, a quadrant, a squad, a team, whatever that you can dream big with. And I use that term. My mentor gave me a long time ago, someone to, she said, I don't think you have anyone to dream big with you, Kyra. Wow. And I remember that. And I'm even named a program that a, a product. I said, I'll, I'll be the one to think big with you. I'll think big with you. But you need someone that's going to be OK being abstract and thinking big with you. Not somebody that's always going to pull you, pull you back to like the most present reality, but somebody that's OK escaping what you think is possible to what the options are for what you dream about, because that may not you might have to create it. Right. Um, right. And I think that would be the that would be the motivation. How you get there, stick with it. Once you dream, let that dream manifest. Let that vision come to life. Start working on it, building on it, having conversations about it. Make it more real in your world every single exactly. day. Exactly. Right. Like and as you said, write it down and have it before you every day. And I mean, I saw recently that you had something to do with a vision board, a session somewhere, yes. I believe. So I have a vision board as well. And I'm working on the same vision board for about a year now. And I've accomplished almost everything on it except a couple of things. So I think a vision board is also another way that we can capture what we want to do in our life. And too. That vacation is on. I've taken like two or three vacations since the vision board. And, yeah. and I was going to also add that, yes, God was speaking to you in your dream at the nail salon to let you know, hey, it's time for you to take a vacation. It's time to take a break, right? Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that. I think the old me would say, but it's not vacation time, but apparently it is, you know? Right, right. And um, I'll say this, I'll give another tip, something that I do every day while that's happening now in my life is I have a six foot mirror and the six foot mirror, yes, I can look and make sure I'm looking good for the day, but I actually write my vision on it. And the idea behind that is that every day I'm looking at my vision and this looking back at me, 
And every day I subconsciously digest the information that's up there and I say, okay, am I working on this? Okay, am I focusing on this? And that is how I live. I keep it ever before me. You know, it's before me every day. And it's in my bedroom. So it's in an intimate space where it's for me. And if you have access to it or privilege to it, right? Like my children, they can go and look and see what is mommy dreaming. And I think um, I think that's powerful. And so it empowers them to do the same thing for themselves. They talk about it. We manifest together. Um, okay. But that's one of the things that, that I do. Okay, sounds great. So Kyra, can you share your social media platforms and websites and anything you have coming up maybe that you want to share with the audience? Sure, you can reach the Kyra Company at thekyracompany.com, the K-Y-R-A company.com. Um, and then all of our social media platforms, you can reach uh, me at the T-H-E-K-Y-R-A, Rennell, R-E-N-E-L, the Kyra Rennell. You can also put in smart CEOs. And wow. let me tell you about smart CEOs. So we have something coming up um, in February and if uh, in this month. So if you're in our, if you're not in our, our private Facebook group, we will be rolling out a um, Q1 masterclass. It'll be launching at the end of this month. And it's a masterclass. And what is that mastermind? Excuse me. And that mastermind is going to be made up of fellow smart CEOs. And okay. we are going to be, my, my colleague Alina Conley and I, we are going to be laser coaching and serving um, business owners for 90 days at no cost. Wow. Awesome. 90 days at no cost. And so you, you need to get into the group. It's on Facebook. If you follow me or if you click on um, the smart, uh, smart CEOs, you will see the group there. You can request access to the group. We'll let you in. We'll review you and let you in. Um, and then you'll gain access to be able to enroll. So that's coming up amongst other things, but get really connected so that you don't miss it. Cause we typically start rolling out heavy um, come March. And so Smart CEOs really rolls out their program year come March. And so here we go. You know, here we go. We're excited about it. Sounds great. Sounds great. So, Kyra, thank you for conversating with me today. And it was a sheer pleasure to speak with you. It was my pleasure as well, Desalyn. I'm excited to to share with your audience and excited to have this opportunity to really get into some of the things that have created, you know, just immense joy and gratitude in my life and share that with you as well. That's great. Thank you again.